0: anyone else out there just think you need some time all alone with Guns N' Roses Pinball just to see for yourself how great this game is or how bad this game is or how amazing it is or how annoying the scoop is or how much fun it is to go through a rock and roll concert or how annoying it is to have so many multi-balls, right? I think I've been so exhausted and drained this week. You know, we've gone through the typical love affair with the game on day one. Give Pinside 24 to 48 hours, and they will do what Pinside does. They will find ways to fall out of love with every single game that comes out. It's what they do best. You know, because I've always said it, people bring themselves to this hobby. And there's just a lot of joyless people that are in pinball for some reason. And I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, But look, there's always a lot to love about every game. There's always a lot to be annoyed about with every game. A game can be half empty. A game can be half full. And every pinball machine is an experience that is subjective. And you might love it and you might hate it. Now, here is my thoughts on the week. First and foremost, I can't wait to play this game. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not watching streams in this game. I just can't wait to play it, and I'll talk a little bit about streams in a minute. But my thoughts after this week are simply this. This game is a grand slam home run for Jersey Jack Pinball. There's no way around that. They sold out all 500. Remember, people thought I was crazy that they would sell out of CEs. They sold all 500 in one day at $12,500. So I want to say congratulations to Jersey Jack Pinball for finally doing it. None of their other titles, none of their other titles ever had this kind of launch, had this kind of reveal, and this kind of sales success on day one. So that is a really good thing. You know why? Because that means Jersey Jack Pinball is going to be around for a while. They figured out how to become profitable and successful in Chicago. This is the new company, right? I mean, I feel bad for Jack, but really, Jack being removed from this thing is maybe the reason why it worked this time. I mean, when he was in charge, this stuff wasn't going this efficiently and this effectively. So kudos to everyone over there in Chicago who got it done because you gentlemen, you got it done, okay? It was the best pinball reveal ever in the history of pinball reveals. No game has ever been revealed so well and brought to the world in such stunning fashion in such energetic fashion and that's all everyone needed to see we all we needed to see on this game we saw Monday and that's why everyone is in on this game okay so now we've seen more of gameplay we've seen more of the footage of the game people have owned the game people have it in their homes people have it at distributors and I just wanna say this I've talked to in overwhelming amount of people who have played the game not looked at streams with no energy not looked at streams in which they're just sort of boring you with with low volume and and stuff like that I've talked to people who have played this game who have played every single new game who have played Avengers who have played Ninja Turtles who have no skin in the game they're not JJP fanboys like Derek you know who Derek is these people have played this game and everything else available right now and they said Chris this game is amazing. It's spectacular. Nothing else comes close to giving you the experience this game gives you and that's the part that I think a lot of people out there that are like the old pinball curmudgeons and look I hate to call you guys old curmudgeons because you're not all old curmudgeons but I think a lot of you out there are just so used to pinball being delivered to you the same way, the same type of approach, the same type of rules, the same this, the same that and I think what people are missing is very simply this. You have to approach this game with this in mind. This game, this pinball machine, this box of lights is actually a mini Guns N' Roses concert in a box. You have in your home a Guns N' Roses concert in pinball form. Hard stop. You need to understand that that is what you are buying. You are buying, and if you don't love Guns N' Roses, think about it like this. You're buying a rock and roll concert in a box that will blow you away with lights, with sound, with energy, with all the things you'd expect at an amazing rock and roll show in a box. That doesn't happen with ACDC, it doesn't happen with Metallica, it doesn't happen with any other music pin in the history of pinball. So if you think about it like that, you start to understand why this game is genius, why this game is so creative, and why, as I've been saying, the entire game is the mech the entire game is the bash toy the entire game is the experience and everyone's now tr- everyone who approaches this game who tries to deconstruct it like, an- like another pinball machine and look for those singular things to get excited by you're missing the forest through the trees it's the game that's the exciting thing. It's the game that's blowing people away. The experience of this game is blowing people away. And the other thing is you can't capture that experience with a stream. And that you, can you capture, a, a? if you look at a Guns N' Roses concert on YouTube, it's like that. Watch a Guns N' Roses concert on YouTube and then go to one. And then go to one. Do you know how many of my friends out there have said, Guns N' Roses sucks, Axel Rose sounds like crap, this band's not good, and then I take them to a concert and they're like, oh my effing God, this band is insane, and you see them live and you hear Axel live and you hear Slash live and you see everyone going crazy. You can't, you can't replicate a concert-going experience unless you're there you can't get the experience of Guns N' Roses pinball unless you're standing in front of it and that's awesome it is so awesome that they made a pin where when you're in front of it it transports you to another world to a concert it's never been done before and right there hard stop is the reason why all 500 sold out in one day it's the reason why people playing this machine are being blown away and it's the reason why the old curmudgeon pin-side nitpickers, the pin-side babies, you hear them, I mean I'm reading them. These joyless men who will find something to complain about, they don't understand that. They don't understand that that's what this game is about, keeping these songs going, keeping the rock concert going. So when you start to understand that and how the multi-balls work and how the code works with that, you don't complain. You stop looking at it like it's just, it's not like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not like Willy Wonka. It's not like Metallica. It is unlike any other pin ever. So you can't compare how you're going to feel when you play this game by comparing it to other pinball experiences you've had. And I get, you might have hated multiballs in The Hobbit. So guess what? This ain't The Hobbit. You might have hated multiballs in Pirates of the Caribbean. Guess what? This isn't Pirates of the Caribbean so when you play it I have a hard time believing anyone's gonna walk away from Guns N' Roses with those songs blasting and the light show going and the shots you're hitting I have a hard time believing anyone's gonna walk away and say that wasn't fun that wasn't amazing this is going to be one of the most amazing pinball experiences you have because it's a completely new take on what a pinball rock and roll game can be And I'm not even talking about all the stuff they put into this game. I mean for months I had the white wood and I had the artwork on the game. That's all I had. I did not know anything that was going to be in the game. And after learning about all the things Slash put into this game and all the things Kiefer put into this game and all the little things they put into this game. All the attention to detail, you know, slash re-recording guitar licks when you hit switches, you hear new licks of guitar. It's insane. I never thought it was going to be this much. The amount of effort that went into syncing up the video with the studio track is incredible. I mean, I I cheated. I said I wasn't going to listen to streams. I said I wasn't going to watch streams, and I watched one stream. And I watched these three people. I think it was like flipping stream or something like that. They they flipped it and they were playing the song better. And it was three of them having fun and better. And I was watching Axel just hit every note. And I was watching the game light up. And I was like, I'm I'm sold. I mean, this is a, this is a this is a mini Guns N' Roses concert for me. This is like having a jukebox that you can play. That's actually a concert featuring the one of the biggest rock and roll bands of all time this is insane like the way they did this is insane it's not going to annoy you. I was like, I was so worried that it was going to be concert footage like Wonka where it wasn't synced up with the songs and I was so worried it was going to be that I'm so happy they listened they listened and here's the thing for some of you out there who are are complaining about the multi balls and the scoop and this and that they can tweak stuff you think they're not listening to feedback they can, that stuff's easy it is easy to tweak some of those things to make the game a little bit harder for some of you. But here's what I'm really taking away from the pin side complainers. And, and and I mean this, and I mean this, and I've said this before. Incredible pinball players, tournament players, have sucked the life out of the pinball hobby. And I mean that. And here's what I mean by that. And I'm not, nothing personal against them. But what they look for in a game is not what you and I look for. What they look for in a game isn't like an experience or a moment. They just care about scoring. Like that's what they look for. Rule set to understand how to get to big points. To them, it doesn't matter to keep November Rain going to the end. It doesn't matter, you know, the feeling you get when you play Paradise City. A tournament player could play the game on mute and just know where the scoring pathways are. And that's all that matters because that's all that matters in a tournament. You, you don't walk away from a tournament and win because you had the most fun. You win because you put up the biggest score. And pinball was never meant to be a tournament game. It just was never meant to be a tournament game. Yes, I get that there was always scoring in pinball machines, and the high score won, absolutely. But I think somewhere, especially when pinballs become more of a home product, or a home product, right? You're not in an arcade. Somewhere along the line, the best pinball games, the best pinball games, give you moments and give you experiences. And guess what? When those moments equal high score, that's when you have the best games ever, okay? But I just see there's so many people that complain about things and it's like they don't care about the moments. They don't care about the magic of the light show. That doesn't matter to anyone. Why would a light show matter to anyone who's playing you know, in a tournament to find high scores, okay? And I just think a lot of these pinball companies have been catering to the super amazing players and they left all of us behind, They made the games too hard, they made the games for those amazing players so those guys could be challenged but somewhere along the line they left us out. They made the games too challenging for us, too frustrating, and they just weren't you know, appealing long-term for most pinball buyers. They made this game. Guns N' Roses was made for a more casual audience. You have to agree, and I agree. It was, it was made to be flipped. It was made so everyone can start a song, so that almost anyone who plays this game can find their way to a multiball. It was made for that. And I'm glad they made it that way. This will bring more pinball joy to the masses than almost any game I've seen recently. This will make people happy. People will walk up to Guns N' Roses and have a great experience. You can't say that for all these Sterns that have come out. A lot of games are just confusing. You, people can't walk up to Pirates of the Caribbean and know what to do. They can't. It's too confusing. This game was made for the masses. And I guarantee you, Kiefer and the team over there, there are going to be things that are going to be hard to get to for the more advanced players. He always does that. You know that's coming, all right? So I also want to say, look, the whole collector's edition debacle, for those of you out there who missed out, I'm here to tell you something, and I have a collector's edition. I, I was able to secure a collector's edition, and you know me. I've been talking about this pin forever. I've been saying that I'm going to get a collector's edition forever. I'm the biggest Guns N' Roses fan. I don't mean to be selfish, but you have to admit, if anyone deserves a collector's edition of Guns N' Roses, it's Canada. okay, and it, and it belongs in my world, all right? Um, For those of you out there who didn't get one, here's the good news. The LE is amazing. The LE art package, I would argue, is probably better than the CE art package. I don't think you're ever going to be disappointed that you don't have a collector's edition. I don't. Now, that being said, I always like to speculate on prices. These things went really fast, and there are 800-plus people. I heard there were 1,000 people that wanted a CE. They're not making more. They're not making more CEs. If I were to guess what a CE will be on the secondhand market, and again, don't kill me here, and I'm not flipping mine. It's okay. I'm not flipping mine. But I'm, I'm looking at like 20K if you want to get your hands on a CE. I mean, look at what Rick and Morty's going for when it, when it was hot, you know. And this game's so much hotter than Rick and Morty. It shoots so much better than Rick and Morty. It has so much more in it than Rick and Morty. Not to take anything away from Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is a great game at like seventy five hundred bucks. Everyone knows that you can dress it up to get to ninety five hundred dollars, but it's a seventy five hundred dollar game. Um, and Spooky's a smaller company. Jersey Jack has way more resources in their game, you know, to put in their games. So. I think you'll be happy with the LE. Now some regions got really screwed on the CEs. I mean, Australia's only getting 10, I mean, 10. But if you think about the prices in Australia, a CE over there, I think is like 20 grand to begin with. So those 10 people are going to have probably the most sought after pinball machine in the history of new game releases for Australia. right? So ultimately people, I might play the game tomorrow at Cointaker, I'm not sure if I can get down there, I'm going to try, but ultimately I'm exhausted. I love what I've seen in this game, I can't wait to own this game, this game will be bolted to my floor, just because I'm such a big Guns N' Roses fan. I think Pinside is becoming more and more a place of ultra-negativity, of so much complaining, And it's not everybody, but, you know, because here's the thing. I talk to the people that love this game, and I'm like, go to Pinside and say how amazing it is. And, like, dude, I don't bother with that site anymore. Like, why would I go there? It's like you go there to, to get upset. You go there for people to rag on you. You go there to get into a bad mood. And there's one weird thing about this hobby, and then I'll let you guys go today. There's one really weird thing, and I've noticed it as I've been hyping this game. Like, people get upset. They get upset when you're happy about pinball. Like, they want to tear down your joy of a game, and I've never understood that. I've never understood that. I mean, I guess I do that sometimes. If you love Oktoberfest, you're going to hear it from Canada. But ultimately, ultimately, if you love a game, it doesn't matter what anyone else says, all right? I got a few emails. Let me read these, and then we'll be done. I want to thank my new Patreon contributors, Ryan Gableman and Brandon Hoffman. Guys, thank you so much for donating to Canada's Pinball Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. All right, and also, sorry, I didn't forget you, Al Wilson also contributed to the show. Al, thank you so much. So I got an email from Tim Fatherby. Tim said, you know when a wrestler oversells a move? I know you're trying to build hype, but it's still just a box full of LEDs, which is also a pinball machine. Do you see any moments under glass outside of the light show? that's what I wasn't able to see that you normally say a new pinball machine must have. The video clips, animations do look good, however. Staying positive seemed a little simple, however, from a pinball perspective. The ball isn't doing anything crazy, amazing, or different. The art looks great, theme integration, awesome. I do consider buying one, but it faded, or I did consider buying one. Okay, Tim, thank you. Tim, as I said, as I said, you know, this is a unique game because I will agree with you. The ball isn't doing anything amazing that makes you go wow. You know what's doing the amazing thing that makes you go wow? The machine itself. And again, I think that's the big the big changeover in this game. And this hasn't been done before, right? This, this hasn't been done before. I'll give you an example of what I mean. You know when you destroy the ring in Lord of the Rings and the machine goes haywire, right? That's a wow moment in which the machine itself is creating the wow. There's no balls going. It's just the machine's going crazy. This is that this is that nonstop. the entire game is going crazy because you're at a rock and roll concert and it's not about what the ball is doing as much as it is about what the machine is doing and you're simply playing inside that rock concert so Tim I think if you look at it like that you're gonna start to understand why this game is so magical so Ryan Lowe said GNR first I think you should read some letters on a show sometime in regards to thanking Eric and Slash. Second if you hadn't primed me for GNR I may have looked at it skeptically and perhaps cynically because I listened to other genres of music back then. This game is more than a genre title. This game transcends pinball. This is a complete immersive audio video experience and is like nothing we have seen in this hobby. Many people are still processing and do not fully realize the gravity of what we only dreamt about but was never quite possible due to cost and licensing overruns. This reminds me of the iPhone. Remember how other phones have the same features, but they never really worked. This game is magnificent. So thank you for the primer. I'm hopefully in on a CE as I ordered directly yes- I ordered direct yesterday from JJP. Ryan Lowe. Ryan, you get it you win the prize for understanding this game perfectly and I hope you got your CE I know Jen was calling people giving them confirmations so you should have got it if you ordered directly from Jersey Jack pinball All right, I got an email from Troy Troy says hey Chris first welcome back to podcasting I missed the show and the pinball world was not the same without it I agree Troy you're very smart let's see what else you say he said you were right about GNR what a game I'm in on a CE and like you I will not watch streams or gameplay videos. I want the initial excitement for the first time when I get my machine. Nothing like seeing it fire up for the first time. I did the same with Dialed In, Collector's Edition and Iron Maiden and it was great. JJP definitely takes it up a notch but I love my Maiden Premium as well. We have a lot to look forward to from both Eric and Keith. That said, I'm a huge Lawler fan. His games and innovations helped make Pinball what it is today. I think he and others helped make it possible for these young guys to grow up loving pinball and wanting to create new and exciting games. I mention this as one of my favorite guitar players passed away today, Eddie Van Halen. He changed the way people thought about guitar playing and influenced so many young musicians. I think it's the same in pinball. Thanks again for all you're doing to keep us entertained and up on the latest pinball news. Hope to see you at TPF and winning another Twippy. Hope you, Brenda, and Bubba are well, Troy. Well, Troy, thank you so much. I'm so happy you're excited about this game. And I do agree that Eddie Van Halen, first of all, God rest his soul, he changed guitar playing. He changed the way people thought about guitar. And Eddie Van Halen was an icon that... That spawned other guitarists for sure. The only difference I would say between Eddie Van Halen and, and Pat Lawler is one thing. Eddie Van Halen was a nice man. Okay, I'll leave it at that. I got an email from Justin Collins. Hey Chris, got in on a CE with Joe within 60 seconds of his email going out. Pinside and Facebook groups are up in arms tonight about JJP pulling allocations to sell direct and maximize margin. Any chance you may address this? yes. Justin, I did. And you heard there's an entire show on it, so you can go listen to my thoughts on what went down. I got an email from Jason McLennan. He said, Welcome back. I had no idea you returned. I had no idea you returned until today. I like JJP games and have interest in GNR, but I am waiting. I like JJP machines, but they are always slow to put them out, and I would bet they pull the yellow brick road and black arrow edition route. Alright, so Jay thinks they're going to make more editions of this game And so here's the thing People keep asking me Do you think they're going to make more? Do you think they're going to make more? They're not going to make more collector's editions They they have 5,000 LEs Like that's a lot to get through I don't think they're going to sell 5,000 Guns N' Roses LEs Maybe in one year Maybe I think they're going to sell all of those I do and then, yeah, they'll, they'll have to make a new addition to it, and that won't be too hard. Um, but I think we're at least a year away from seeing another Guns N' Roses edition. And by then, we're going to get Toy Story. I don't know. I don't. If JJP can keep games coming out, I don't think we're going to see the demand continue on for years and years and years just because they'll have new games, and that's where the demand will go. So, Bruno Severino said, I like you, I'm a big Guns N' Roses fan. Having seen them five times since 1988 in Australia, I really wanted to like this machine, but after watching the Buffalo stream, I will pass. The assets and light show is fantastic, second to none, but the game looks pretty clunky to me and lacks any major toy. There's nothing mechanically on the playfield that really excites me, and when a JJP costs $3,500 Australian dollars more than a Stern premium, I will pass. Okay. So, Bruno, again, man, I think you're seeing it wrong. And I think the Buffalo pinball stream did more harm to this game than anything this week. Because it was low energy. It's like, again, it's like watching a Guns N' Roses concert on your cell phone. It's not how it's supposed to go down. And everyone else that I've seen play the game, who's actually stood in front of it and communicated their excitement for it, that they've been blown away. And I just didn't get that excitement from the Buffalo stream. I didn't get the excitement from them playing it. It was just one guy playing it, right? Like, that's not how this game needs to be streamed. The way this game needs to be streamed is this way you go to a strip club, you put the machine inside a strip club. It's Guns N' Roses. You get a bottle of Jack Daniels, you pound it with your friends, and then you go play Guns N' Roses pinball. That's how you stream Guns N' Roses pinball. I mean, I told someone, I want to hear the rule set from a stripper sitting on my lap when I play Guns N' Roses. I mean, this is Guns N' Roses, people. This is Guns N' Roses, this is what this band saying about. Alright, one last note from West Waskowski, he said, Hey Chris, just heard on your Facebook stream from earlier where you took issue with Buffalo pinball streams and mentioned why not have Jack Danger in or fly you in? I know your views on travel, but really, why didn't you attempt to extend that offer if even just to play the game immediately rather than wait for local play which might not happen? or wait longer for CE production? Well, first of all, Wes, there is no way Jersey Jack Pinball is inviting me to do anything with them. There's no way. There's no way. They don't like me. They're, They're not fans of Canada's Pinball Podcast. Think about it. Everyone else out there is doing shows in which they're interviewing people at JJP. I'm the number one show. I have the largest audience. They did not knock on my door or offer me anyone to talk to. Do I want to talk to people over there? Absolutely. I asked Eric to come on the show. See it's the same situation as Stern. They have to get permission to go on Canada's Pinball Podcast and they won't do it. They won't do it because I have shows that have ruffled their feathers. And I'd rather have my show be like this and say whatever I want about them than to simply be in good graces to get the interviews. But, but here's what you should do. Go listen to the interviews because they're phenomenal. There's an amazing interview with Keith on Jeff Teolis and Marty's show on the Pinball Network. Go listen to that. It's incredible. The super awesome pinball show, Christopher Franchi, they interviewed uh, Eric. Go listen to that, right? You're going to hear these guys interviewed left and right, left and right. You know, they were never going to invite me down there, but Jack Danger should have gone and played the game with Slash. Slash was at Chicago this week, he was at Chicago, and I do think they underutilized him when it came to streaming. Again, Jack Danger and Slash with a bottle of whiskey is how I want to see this game played for the first time. All right. He goes on to say, Then you seem to continue the discussion of why do these streams, when you also seem to just keep going live and discussing a game you haven't played yet. There's irony there. Both practices can be viewed as redundant in ways. Wait, wait a minute, Wes. You're saying that me going on Facebook Live and saying how much I love this game is being ironic or contradictory to my viewpoints that these streams are hurting. They're hurting people's excitement around these games. How is me getting excited on Facebook hurting anyone? All I'm doing is getting people excited. When you watch this stream and it's presented in such a low-volume, low-energy way, that to me is doing the game an injustice. Me hyping it is not doing an injustice because I know it delivers. He then goes on to say, The reality is that even in a healthy error, location play is rarely possible for many, and next day location play like Helicon, where I was at, is almost entirely impossible for many. So yes, dull streams or amazing streams, they're still allowing access to many. I just don't understand your pent up frustration, as in reality, you need to play this game ASAP to see whether or not you'll love it as much or more than you hope. Keep up the good work. But at the same time, stay balanced, ground it, and get the energy out via exercise. Well, Wes, I, thank you. I am going to play the game. And you're right. You know, I can't call this game the game of the year until I play it. But I am calling it right now. This is the game of the year. It's going to win game of the year. It's going to win designer of the year. It's going to win light show of the year. It's going to win theme integration of the year. It's going to win sound of the year. It's going to keep winning. Uh, it's going to win animations of the year. It's just going to win. It's going to sweep at the Twippies the same way last year Jurassic Park swept almost everything. Get ready for it, Wes. And is that balanced? No, because it's Canada's Pinball Podcast. When have I been balanced? You know, I'm Canada. Canada's point of view is always 51% correct. <laughs> have a good day, guys. We'll talk to you soon.